Welcome to the 100 Entrepreneurs Podcast, created to provide veterans and their family members with information, ideas, and inspiration for starting new businesses. This is Amanda Weathersby for 100 Entrepreneurs Foundation. We talk with entrepreneurs and small business experts to learn more about their industries and their lessons learned in creating and growing new businesses. Thank you for joining us. Here with me today is Jordan Foley, a graduate of the Naval Academy and a Naval officer, as well as a student at Georgetown University Law Center. He's going to talk more about that. <laughs> he is also the founder of CHOW, an organization providing culinary training to veterans and spouses, including food, food truck uh, education. And with that, Jordan, hi, and thank you so much for joining us today via podcast, and also for joining us at our monthly meeting via Zoom on January 9th, 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to you know, talk about Chow and uh, get to know you and be part of the program. Great. Okay. All right. First, Jordan, can you tell us about you and your background and how you came to start Chow? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm active duty Navy. Um, I've been in the Navy since 2012. And uh, what really started my desire uh, to start a nonprofit was um, we, we moved so much. I think we moved um, maybe five times in seven years. And um, every time you move, it's really hard to get reengaged with a community, especially when you go from like Maine to San Diego, for example. And, um, you know, we found ourselves as a family starting to, you know, get engaged less and less with the community. Um, and we didn't like that. So I thought if I could create something I was passionate about that moved with me um, and that I could control, uh, that, that would be a way to, you know, remain engaged in the community. So what we did is, you know, thought, I thought hard about what I was passionate about. I, I love cooking. Um, I, I love the veteran community, military spouse community, and, and trying to marry all those ideas together. Um, I actually came upon Chow, um, and that was kind of when we started. We incorporated in January 2020, so fairly new. Um, but the idea of Chow is that um, we want to bridge the gap between a veteran, uh, somebody leaving the service, uh, or a military spouse looking for some type of employment where they can be their own boss in the culinary industry. And we want to do that by providing um, unique training services through our food truck program, uh, which will take these um, veterans and military spouses and teach them really the ins and outs of that industry. And hopefully they can apply it to um, a future business venture. So it was, uh, you know, something that we were thinking about for a while, but uh, when we did, you know, come on the idea and kind of see what's out there, there, there's no other nonprofit in the United States that does what child does uh so really excited to hear you know move to 2021 buy a couple trucks and really start this program in earnest and um you know so excited about the growth we had in 2020 despite uh, really challenging times so uh, you started the nonprofit in january 2020 is that correct that's correct and so the this is a challenging time for for many many people and businesses and tell us about how you got it started. What have you done to get it off the ground and to get it where it is in the midst of a pandemic? Yeah, I, um, you know, in December, I was really looking at all the paperwork I need to file and what I would need to do to get 501c3 status from the IRS. And, uh, you know, being a law student, too, it was helpful uh, to just, you know, know how to navigate some of these docs and, and, and you know, some of these requirements. But, um you know, really, it was January 6th. We got all everything into the IRS and got our determination letter then. And, um, 
we kind of started off, you know, running. And, and the first thing we really did was we entered a business pitch competition uh, at Georgetown University. And, um, you know, at the time, I really had, didn't have a lot of feedback on the idea other than some people I talked to in my close circle. And we pitched the competition and won first prize at the law center and third place overall through the entire university system. And I think that was when we decided like, Hey, this is, this is I think this is a good idea. And I think people are really behind right. it. So we started going there and, um, you know, enough, <laughs> you know, like, like we all know the timing, right? March, 2020, things really get serious um, with COVID and we start to understand uh, what's going on with the pandemic. So we had to really, um, change the idea of like, hey, we're going to have a bunch of events like cookouts and awareness and we're going to go to Navy football games and tailgate and have our banner up and explain to people. Um, it, it changed to six, seven Zoom calls a day with people um, telling them about Chow and thinking about how I can grow it. And at the end of the day, I, I don't think that was the worst thing to happen to the way we were designed to grow. Um, it allowed me to think a lot about, you know, what we were going to specialize in, how we were going to reach people and, uh, develop things like a business model canvas and, and then you know there's there's all these different things like value propositions that you don't know about when like me I, i'm not an entrepreneur i'm not a business you know student it just is things you learn on the job and i think sometimes that's that's the most effective way to learn and uh that's really what 2021 or 2020 has brought us is a chance to really think hard um we've done actually a lot of events safely um we've under you know we've started out by being a culinary business that has had to do touchless ordering and, de- and delivery and things like that. So rather than having to break habits of the way things were um, before COVID, we, we pretty much had to grow up with it. And I think that gives us an advantage in some ways because we much we very much are thinking about things like using QR codes for menus and, uh, you know, wearing the proper PPE and, and understanding how to budget for that. So um, it, it's, been, it's been wild, but I think it's been – wildly successful too uh, for what we can do and you know thankfully we have a lot of great donors and supporters who have helped us through every step of the way and I, I think you know in 2021 here we're looking at um, you know really getting into operation side and public facing things and doing it safely and remaining uh, you know within our business model and in our you know the thing we, we were founded in and that's helping veterans and military spouses. Great can you tell us a how it works. How do veterans and spouses connect with you? Is there an application process? Uh, what what kind what type of program are you developing for education? You know to help them learn both the book side as well as the hands-on side. And uh, and what will they ultimately do with the program as they you know when they graduate? Yeah, it's a great question because. Um, you know, we're, right now we're doing a lot of outreach through social media um, and just really word of mouth advertising. The best way for anybody to get an application uh, is to log on to our website. That's letschow.org, uh, L-E-T-S-C-H-O-W.org. And uh, when you click on the food trucks tab, uh, you can navigate. It's pretty easy navigation. And uh, it'll show you what the training program is like. And you can go down to the bottom and request an application. Uh, that will send us uh, a note, and we will send that person a uh, formal application, just get to know a little bit about them, see what their goals are. And um, once we you know, review their application and accept them into the program, uh, we start them off with our digital training. We are actually finishing up um, a digital training um, uh, platform that is 
similar to what one would receive in a certificate program at a culinary school in baking and cooking. Um, so it teaches a lot of the basics of those, but, but a lot of things you know, like knife skills and um, portioning and just you know, general bread making, which are going to be important uh, for the food truck. But we want to make sure everybody's at a baseline for this. So they'll complete the online assignments and they'll also send us the required photographs and we provide feedback every step of the way. Um, we also get them qualified in serve safe uh, sanitation requirements, which are uh, a national restaurant association. It's an accreditation through them teaches them the basics of sanitation, temperature control, uh, just keeping people safe um, along with uh, a lot of the new, you know, COVID restrictions and PPE requirements and things like that. And after they complete that, um, they're then uh, going to be brought into our in-person system, which is in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Um, What we do there is it's called Kitchen with a Mission, and we start them off by um, having them complete 20 volunteer hours of uh, preparing meals uh, for homeless, uh, foster children, people in underserved communities. Um, And what we do is we usually link up with a local uh, homeless shelter or a foster care facility, um, and we ask them how many meals or things they would need uh, for that day. And, for example, if um, just the other day we did 100 hot turkey dinners uh, for um, uh, Nourish Now in Rockville, Maryland, uh, we had a military spouse in the kitchen, and we worked on you know roasting techniques of seven turkeys, um, preparing mashed potatoes, gravy, and um, also we made some applesauce. And that was you know the meal for them, a hundred of them, and that adds to their her twenty total. So as soon as she completes um, her twenty hours of kitchen with a mission, she then moves to our food truck training program, which is done in an actual truck. Um, and that we require 50 hours of operations. And uh, what that does is they are a 1099 employee. So they are paid uh, to go through this fellowship program uh, through the food truck. And we teach them everything there is to know about the business, the marketing, uh, the supply chain, and uh, just the, the customer uh, interactions and uh, everything, you know, including the regulations of the food truck. That is, it's a highly regulatory environment. We teach them how to review certain counties' regulations and how to apply for permits and things like that. And after that program is complete, uh, they finish it with a capstone project where they prepare an entire menu, um, do the supply chain, do the marketing for the event, and they, they hold their own uh, day uh, of cooking out of our truck uh, somewhere, whether it's an event or whether it's uh, just in a location where food trucks can serve, and they complete the program that way. And we hope that you know through these, it will end up being over 100 hours of training uh, through our vocational program that they are better prepared to start their own culinary business and they're more confident. And that's that's really the goal here is that we want them to, to move on to their own business model and, uh, you know, continually use us for support because they will always be, you know, a chow fellow. But um, at the same time, like, this is this is not a franchise, a food truck franchise, as we've seen, you know, so many models, uh, you know, all over the United States. It's, it's actually a vocational training program as a food truck because of the way that food truck is the perfect microcosm of the culinary industry. So that, that's really the step-by-step, mm-hmm. and that's all self-paced. Uh, we, we designed that specifically because we know people are busy and lives are crazy, and um, we, we don't require it to be done in any amount of time. It's, it's all on their own pace, and as they go step-by-step, step, we're going to be there with them every step of the way. And um, we have a few people working through our pilot program right now, and we're really excited to see the way it's going. So as we grow and start to buy a fleet of food trucks, um, we, we, only, we only look at that expanding and, and that outreach getting greater. So we're just really excited about, you know, what 2021 will bring. So uh, I was 
curious, the fleet of food trucks, will you be uh, have food trucks all over geographically or will you have them based generally in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area? Any, Initially, any uh, it'll... At this point? Yeah, I mean, um, that, that's the thing is initially, I think we're going to focus on the D.C., Virginia, Maryland area because um, that's really where we're headquartered and uh, we want to make sure we do food trucks well. Um, so we're going to mm-hmm. complete 2021 as our, it's really going to be, well, we have a pilot program right now. This is going to be our pilot year with the truck. Uh, so we're going to complete 2021 in the Maryland area. We're going to be focused on events. Uh, so, you know, being hired out for maybe a, a catering or party, um, rather than just lining up um, at a lining up at a food truck um, area or venue. I think we're going to focus on that, so we have a little bit more of a controlled environment. But um, after this year, uh, we'd like to purchase a truck or two every year after that and uh, start expanding. So, for example, um, a lot of you know people who work for us now um, are in the Pittsburgh area, and we wanted to start a truck in Pittsburgh and run the same exact model. And because everything is so digital up to a certain point, um, we're confident it can be repeated pretty much in any city uh, that we do have a truck. So the, the goal would be to make this a national program. Um, and, uh, you know, as we continue to grow, I think, I think the model, um, it, it lends itself to repeating very well. And I think that keeping it simple in a way that can re- be replicated in Denver or Austin, Texas, or, you know, Annapolis, Maryland, I think is going to be helpful to veterans who, um, you know, decide to, to live, you know, anywhere in the nation, but still want to you know, have access to our services. And, and we think um, that's really what Chow was always meant to be. As you know, I mentioned in the beginning, it moves with me in a lot of ways. And I understand, uh, you know, how that can be is just, you know, living all over the country. And I think um, making it national is really the, the goal in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, and how many people how, what do you see participating in 2021? Well, we look at, um, yeah, I think we were thinking uh, it'd be great if we could get 10 people through the program completely in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, We have people who are already uh, have a leg up on those hours, especially with Kitchen in the Mission, so it gets them directly into the truck. So we think that's, uh, we can get at least five through the program here fairly quickly. Um, We would like to start another five fellows uh, this year in the D.C., Maryland, uh, Virginia area, and I think that's very doable. Um, I, I think, you know, them completing it in a year is doable based on the people who have contacted us and who are interested. Um, I also mm-hmm. think that we can get a lot of people started. Um, our, our goal actually is to get 40 veterans and military spouses started and enrolled in the program um, because the way we've seen it is the truck can employ one to three other veterans or military spouses at a time. So those are all concurrent hours for them. And we think, uh, you know, if we do three or four events per week, um, that's very easy to get a lot of people through the program. But I think starting out, we might, uh, you know, do one event per week figure it out more, uh, but then also see where, where the interest lies. But um, it's all going to be, you know, dependent upon completing that digital training and getting those certifications and then, you know, finishing kitchen with a mission, which is, um, it's a lot of hours, but it's also a lot of good social work. So we're, we're happy to see people do that because it shows that they're invested in the idea and they really do want to want to learn from us and, and be in our food trucks. But it also teaches them really valuable skills. So, um, you know, I think the way we do it is, really the way I've always appreciated vocational training. Um, you know, I've been in the Navy enough, long enough to know that 
hands-on learning is, is sometimes the best. So we've actually modeled mm-hmm. it after um, Navy training and, and, and what's called the PQS, uh, the way we train and qualify sailors. And um, really what it is, it's a system of knowledge factors and under instruction skills that you need to perform to then show that you are capable of, for example, operating a submarine. Uh, for in, this, in this case, it's a mm-hmm. food truck. And uh, that's kind of how we're going with it. So, um, you know, I think we're, we're more, we're more quality than quantity. As far as fellows go, we do want to make sure we Mm -hmm. are very engaged with our people, but I think we can complete 10 people in 2021 through the program. And I think we can enroll 40. That's, those are our numbers and our goals and we're hoping to meet them. That's great. I love the fact that you, I love what you said that, uh, a food truck is like a submarine. I think that's great. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, well, great. So have you been partnering with uh, other veteran organizations uh, and especially those that are in the food-related areas? Yes, For we example, have. For example, Dog Tag um, Bakery, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we we really do love um, Dog Tag. That, that's really... They run a very similar model for bakers uh, to what we do, and um, they were one of the first people uh, I got put in touch with because of um, the way they operate. And um, in fact, we um, another thing that Chow does is we coordinate cookware donations. So when we get large scale, uh, you know, restaurant equipment, we try to distribute it to veteran starting businesses. And um, we actually got um, over thirty thousand dollars worth of coffee equipment from the Naval Academy here over the summer, and we were able to redistribute uh, a lot of that equipment to Dog Tag Bakery alums. Uh, starting starting bakeries and um it was great because it saves them thousands uh especially during this, this tough time um so we, we work with them a lot they are great um we also have a lot of partners in the veteran-owned business space um our our spice rubs uh you know are from north carolina a veteran-owned business um we try to be more sustainable um a company called eco sprout is a vertical farming business run by veterans that we're trying to see if we can source our produce through um that, uh, Fields for mm-hmm. Valor and Brandywine, Maryland is a veteran-run farm we get produce from. So what we really do is we, we focus on the veteran-owned business uh, community in the culinary industry, and we're hoping to source um, most, if not hopefully all, of our menu items from veteran-owned businesses. So rather than getting a hot sauce um, from their local grocery store, we know people, uh, for example, in New York City who make it, who are veterans, and we want to we buy through them. And that, that's really our – we have very extensive partnerships as far as our supply chain goes. And as far as our direct partnerships go, um, we have veteran businesses who really love sponsoring uh, Kitchen with a Mission. So we get um, donations from them uh, a lot of the time to cook for home, the homeless community. And um, that's, it's, it seemed to be that uh, – a lot of veterans are, even if they're not in the culinary industry, are very taken by chow and would like to support however they can. So we've received over, overwhelmingly positive feedback from, from you know, many people, including veterans uh, who run businesses. So that's encouraging to see. But we're looking to grow uh, a lot of partnerships uh, in our supply chain and also our support systems uh, through veteran-owned businesses as well in 2021. That's great. Now, how many people are working with chow today? We have a team of 10 to 15 um, volunteers who will, uh, who are you know, military spouses or veterans who are working and getting their hours. So we include them uh, in our workforce because, you know, really, um, child is a vocational program, so really we're training through working. Um, so, so we mm-hmm. have 10 to 15 people in our system currently. Uh, our board of directors is very hands-on. Uh, there's five of them. And then we have a, a chief operating officer um, who lives in Pittsburgh and um, 
one of my you know dearest high school friends too, and he's really into cooking and um, you know great as far as our our marketing and PR go. He's a professional videographer and photographer, so we have a lot of bases covered uh, to start. But uh, as far as full time officers go, um, you know there's there's technically me, although I am part time being active duty, and then you know my COO <laughs> is, is full time doing this. So it, it's really it's really driven by the volunteers. That's that's kind of how Chow runs, and uh, you know the energy I put behind it. So. For now, um, we do not have a very large team, but that's something we're looking to grow. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so you have uh, a full-time job. You're going to law school, and you're running a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, when you say it like that, it seems like I don't, I don't sleep. But uh, you know, I think we, we all find time for things we, we care about. So I think it's uh, you know, I have two small girls too, and we. Uh, make time for family. And I think any veteran or active duty person understands this when, you know, you say you really make the most of the time you're around. And, um, you know, I was deployed, um, from month three to 13 of my first daughter's life. And, uh, you know, when you come back, it's you really try not to miss a beat. You try to really be engaged when you can. And, um, that's kind of really that, 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 time, um, you know, the time management that, that the military teaches you. It kind of, it's kind of what I'm using now is, um, you just you just compartmentalize things and you work on them as you go and you reserve time for family and I think that's kind of what makes hiring veterans so beautiful in a way in military families is that they they really do understand that and they don't uh, they don't take any minutes for granted they they're usually moving towards another goal whether that's spending time with family or working on something that is for you know self self improvement or working on their job so um, that's kind of you know really it but uh, it's it's been been wild to see you know this company grow while I do a couple other things and I think it is really the idea behind it is people are engaged and they give energy to me and and I I reciprocate with you know working hard on this Mm -hmm. that's great anything else you can tell us any lessons learned from this process I mean you did start in an unusual year (laughs) but uh you know, this, this, this year has been, for, for somebody starting a business, I think there's a lot of lessons uh, from all of us. Um, and, you know, they'll tell you, like, touchless ordering and PPE. These are all things that weren't really considered uh, prior to COVID. Um, I, I, I think those are all, you know, those are all well-documented at this point. I think there's a lot of things. I, I would say personally uh, what I've learned uh, this year is I, I'm not a business school student. I've never, you know, the only job I've ever had was, was being in the Navy. So starting a business to me is every day is a learning experience. And uh, mm-hmm. especially in the culinary industry, I, I make this clear to everybody is you can be uh, one of the smartest people in the world. And um, if you don't have any culinary industry experience and you try to step in and be successful, it's, it's impossible. Um, you know, I, I have, I've been in school a while. I have, you know, degrees in, in a lot of different subjects. And, you know, for me, like, the first day I was serving customers uh, was difficult. Pricing out menu items, finding, you know, developing a supply chain. This is stuff that you can't even sit in a culinary school and fully learn. Um, you need to get out there and operate. So I think, you know, my, my message is to everybody who wants to start a culinary business who, who doesn't have the experiences, like programs like Chow um, are going to be very necessary for you. And don't, uh, don't mis- mistake, uh, you know, just being a generally smart and business savvy person with, excelling in the culinary industry because um, it is it is difficult. It is challenging. And, and 2020 has shown that a lot of these, you know, restaurants who have been operating for 20-plus years might not reopen now. And, um, 
it's, mm-hmm. it's sad to see, but, um, you know, we, we like to think that, um, you know, those hard lessons, at least for a lot of things um, that we people would really learn while they're on their own starting a business can be learned through Chow. So if anything, uh, my own struggles of starting a business and figuring out all these events and how many to portion and cook and buy and I think it really shows, like, you know, Chow's necessity in this in this industry because there isn't a nonprofit in the U.S. that that does what we do. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it says a lot. Uh, but uh, yeah, for me, it's it's just every day is a learning experience, and uh, I'm very thankful for all the mentors that that have you know. So you don't, this is something nobody gets through on their own. Okay. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. We really appreciate your spending time today, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing you on Zoom on January 9th uh, with our group from noon to uh, one, 1 o'clock. And if you don't mind, Jordan, uh, just one more time, would you tell people how to reach you or how to reach Chow? Yeah, the best way to reach us is by uh, typing into your browser, www.letschow.org, that's L-E-T-S-C-H-O.org, or emailing me at uh, info at letschow.org, and uh, you'll be able to log on to that website and get a contact form or anything else you would need and learn about our programs. Um, also, we, we are a 501c3, so um, we do appreciate uh, any amount of donations, uh, and we, you can donate through the Donate tab on our website. Um, we are also on Fidelity Giving, and uh, we are a charitable organization. Uh, so we do appreciate anything uh, that people can, can give to us to help our mission. But uh, we also understand it's a very tough time for people financially. So we ask if you cannot give uh, monetarily that you share us with 22 of your closest contacts. And that number uh, actually symbolizes the number of veterans who die by suicide every day. Um, so we are dedicated to also reducing that number. Uh, and we ask that if you cannot give, um, that you please just share letschow.org um, with 22 of your closest contacts. But that's it, and I, I look forward to you know talking to anybody who's interested, whether they want to be in a, a program or want to support or have ways to, uh, to help us grow. And uh, that, that's always you know it's always great to talk to people who are passionate, and that gives me energy. So please reach out to us, and we're happy to to talk. Great. Wonderful. Well, thank you again. This has been terrific.